0: And hello and welcome everyone to the Comic Multiverse, where the worlds of nerd meet. As always, I'm your host, Joel, and joining me, you know him, you love him, he's been doing a lot of streaming lately, it's Matt.
1: <laughs> hello everybody, how are you going, Joel?
0: Oh, you know, can't complain, we were both talking before we started, what's like, is it really Sunday already? Is it already almost, you know, the end of uh, March? Are we going to have to come up with something new soon? I
1: know, I know, right?
0: Hard to believe. But uh, as always, thank you, everyone, for coming and joining us and hanging out on uh, Sunday night. As you can see, Matt, uh, in in an attempt to make this digital house a home, has uh, once again uh, (laughs) upgraded our layout there. So now you get more of us than ever before.
1: More of us and less of everything else.
0: (laughs) There you go. It's postmodern, I think, maybe. I don't know. (laughs) That sounds like something someone would say.
1: I'm sure, I'm sure someone over on Twitter would say that, but they're too there. busy arguing that No Way Home is the worst thing ever to happen to cinema at the moment.
0: Oh, is that, I have missed that. I know it came out digitally.
1: Yeah, or in, in those, in the special features, they revealed like some of the scenes uh, where the character were filmed uh, against a CGI back, like a green screen because of oh. COVID and everything. Right, of course. Uh And because of that, that means cinema is dead and, mm. you know, you know what I mean. Yeah. Sounds,
0: sounds like they're having a real normal one.
1: Oh yeah absolutely
0: uh, i i have been lucky i've been able to ignore all twitter discourses <laughs> this week lucky you L- lucky me i know right gotta th- thank god for small miracles on that one uh i said before we started my mission tonight after being incredibly lazy was i set up a printer for my mom and it's the funniest thing because it's like printers are such this weird piece of technology because it felt like we all had one like 10 years ago then Mm -hmm. no one had them at a point
1: yeah yeah no i know what you mean
0: what is up with that like it's like everyone was printing off everything i i I guess it's because cell phone technology got to the point where if you really needed an important piece of paper you could just put it on here as a pdf (laughs) yep and qr codes and everything else i guess having physical paper makes no sense more i know the only time i ever wanted it was like when i had to travel and if i could like print off a
1: boarding pass yeah yeah like an extra copy just in case yeah
0: that's the only reason i ever needed it this one has a scanner too and i can't even Mm -hmm. think when was the last time i had to scan and or fax anyone anything i know i know right crazy crazy and the the thing
1: is now phones you can actually like hover them over documents and they'll like They'll, like, uh, like, put a border around the document and, like, take a perfect photo of it and everything.
0: I see. I didn't even know that, but that's amazing, actually. They can.
1: You can do that with, um. at least my phone can, um. with, like, your credit card. You, like, oh. take a photo of it and it'll, like, put, like, a border around it and, like, recognize the numbers and, like, save the numbers into your phone. Oh, holy shit. I know they could do that with checks. Like,
0: you could actually mm. use your phone to do checks, which is crazy. Mm-hmm i actually wish i knew that a while ago i had to take a picture of a bunch of different uh, important documents because uh paypal i'm assuming because of what's happening in russia and everything they're like <laughs> hey so we just want to make sure everyone is who's a uh, who they say they are and they're not <laughs> sending money anywhere they shouldn't
1: you're not some russian oligarch are you <laughs>
0: basically yeah no i'm not a russian oligarch damn it <laughs> man speaking of that did you hear uh what is it as part of the sanctions there youtube completely shut down the ability for like any russian youtubers to make any money
1: i did because i actually follow a, a russian youtuber uh who, who who's been doing stuff about like like what's it like living in russia like, yeah, yeah. and all that sort of stuff and yeah he hasn't been able to do anything and I think he ju- he just recently left Russia so he can actually continue right. doing his his work.
0: That uh that sucks. Like I get it, but that's just the worst. As I, I could imagine being a work-a day YouTuber in Russia. It's like, God damn it, everything sucks here enough. Really, YouTube? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't you think it's bad enough here as it is? I, I swear I am not funding the war machine over here. <laughs> and then Vladimir Putin himself stepped on in there. It's like, hey, we are seizing the means of your youtube channel hey bros we're here on the stream be sure to
2: donate
0: <laughs> just putting himself in the background of every big streamer
1: he he becomes riddler he does the, he does the, the the riddler youtube voice
0: yeah, hey everyone, really psyched all 500 of my closest comrades <laughs> right here, right now, helping with the war effort. Uh, <laughs> now, now I know you may have heard some things out there on social media that I have been cancelled for being a warmonger, <laughs> but let me promise you that <laughs> these are unfounded rumors and I have receipts. Now be sure to join us on stream because we're going to be tiktok later on, we're going to be doing the biggest dances. <laughs> uh it's funny because it's horrible
1: it is it is and true
0: (laughs) (laughs) and true and happening again i can only assume we have fans in Russia out there so hey if you're out there we're thinking about you sorry about everything that's going on right now hope it works out likewise i'm sure we have fans in the ukraine and across eastern europe i know it's a fucked up time right now if we can offer you just a little bit of entertainment and a little bit of respite i guess we're doing our jobs yeah 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 so in lighter news, have well, you been up to anything interesting, Matt? Watch anything?
1: Stream anything? Uh, well, I've been playing a bit of Elden Ring. I've been... A lot of Elden Ring. I've been trying to... I, I've been, like, in like a in a weird week where I haven't actually gotten anything to watch. Like, I'm watching mm. my usual... Like, um, I'm watching Our Flag Means Death. Yes, and likewise. Like, but, like, I'm trying to figure out, like, what do I watch next?
2: Yeah. H-
0: how good was... uh frickin' Will Arnett as Calico yeah. Jack in that last episode. <laughs>
1: that was great. That was great.
0: just like a goddamn 80s territory wrestler. I love <laughs> this show's take on pirates where it's like it's not even kind of historically accurate.
1: No. Oh, no. Not not at all.
0: It's very funny. I think uh I think next week's going to be the finale, right? Cuz they had three episodes a week then they only yeah. had two episodes this week so i'm guessing next week's the finale
1: yeah I, th- I think so and i think that's just in time because i think not uh moon night starts next week ah that's and right. i think yeah. this week on the 25th or 24th is uh that halo show starts this week
0: oh uh, yeah that halo show that's been in development forever i i have not played a minute of halo i am totally out of the loop on that it is very much a missing piece of my nerdy puzzle i swear if i ever get xbox game pass i should make a deal about playing them all
1: <laughs> well it's good that you, you haven't played in them because they made a, a point to say that in the show they they didn't play any of the games read oh. any of the novels or anything when they oh. were were uh doing the show they wanted to do like sort of their own thing and not be i guess with uh withholding to that that sort of stuff
0: good i guess maybe yeah yeah. i I mean did someone tell them who master chief was at least (laughs) i think so (laughs) so there's this guy master chief he's pretty cool (laughs) opera music follows him wherever he goes
1: yeah it's just built into his suit
0: yeah. oh geez well why, why, why am i hearing greco-roman chanting everywhere oh <laughs> and hey speaking of streaming matt that actually uh dovetails quite perfectly with our first news story here you mentioned moon Knight happens at the end of the month well we already know what the next big marvel show is going to be and that's miss marvel that had its disney plus trailer drop
1: yeah kind of surprising it, it had the trailer drop and the trailer also announced the release date yes
0: yes Which is sooner than we thought.
1: Yeah, it's uh, happening in June, which is really quite crazy because it's going to be overlapping with Kenobi which is like is like disney plus okay are they allowed to do that it's the first time (laughs) they've
0: done that because yeah you're right usually the disney plus model is we get you a star wars and a marvel at alternating times so you never feel like you have to you know cancel your subscription
1: and so they don't have to advertise both at the same time because they're they're very funny about that where especially when it comes to star wars where you can never advertise one pro uh project uh more than the other like you can't have some overlap
0: yeah it's very weird how they choose to do that oh yeah and and we'll throw an encanto or a turning red in there at some point too Mm
2: -hmm, mm
0: -hmm. but by and large they know it's the star wars and the marvel that they gotta dole out to you one one little hit at a time to keep you coming back maybe Mm -hmm. maybe this is them experimenting where they're like okay so you know let's try miss marvel and obi-wan at the same time yeah yeah And uh, the trailer we got uh, actually ended up, you know, kind of blowing people into a big old tizzy, myself included, because they do something I was really not expecting. They do, yeah. They uh, seemingly have changed Miss Marvel's powers, and in fact, there seems to be, in the trailer at least, no reference to Terrigen Mist or Inhumanity at all.
1: Well, there is... Like I, I don't know what it could be, but there is some type of mist in the trailer. Mm. I, again, like, it could be, but um, yeah, I, I, again, they they make it a point by saying that her powers are coming from the uh, the bracelets she yes. she wears. I have to I have to think maybe there's a bit more to it that we're not seeing. Like maybe the the bracelets activate latent powers yeah, she has or
0: something yeah i mean i'm not gonna judge it solely by <laughs> the trailer but yeah as a what is it, as a purist it definitely threw me for a loop uh <laughs> Kali frederick longtime fan uh frequent donator also agrees with us saying i understand the power change i just don't like it though <laughs> the the thing too is like oh you know her, her powers and the stretchy thing you know that that was a big part of kamala's character it really spoke to the sort of person that she was you know because she's being pulled in so many different directions you know between her faith between her family between life as a superhero but because she's strong and resolute she always stabbed snap, uh snaps back it's like powers mm-hmm. as a metaphor and everything likewise being an inhuman oh i am like an outsider you know minority race in my superhero gig and in my day-to-day life gig as a Pakistani living in jersey city
1: yeah yeah well they definitely hint at some stuff like that in this this trailer because we do see her life in Jersey with her Pakistani family. Mm-hmm. Uh, which her... is great by the
0: way. The actress yes. is great. The yeah. people playing her family is great. I don't want people to think that you know I'm getting my uh balls in a knot over it. It's it's very good. Like that stuff they nail.
1: Yeah. I had another theory as well because uh, the trailer makes it clear that very m- much like in the comics she uh writes fan fiction or like is yes. like uh kind of living in her own head a little bit in Mm -hmm. like imagination and stuff so i i thought had the theory of like what if this whole first season is like an embellished like story of like what actually her own story yeah yeah. Yeah. whereas these aren't actually she had to like change things in the story to make it appear that it's not actually her hence why the powers are different
0: Interesting. That's an interesting theory. Uh, I've heard some other things, and I had some own theories myself. I wanted to run past you. Uh, some people floated around the idea that maybe that bracelet isn't just any old bracelet. Maybe it's the Negaband, or maybe it's Ooh. the Quantum Band, because yeah. the Negabands actually have a long story history with mm-hmm. Captain Marvel, who yep. of course predates even carol as captain marvel and it'd be like oh that'd be an interesting way to actually work Mm -hmm. in the connection the bands are also connected to the kree and they're also connected to the eternals because they were Mm -hmm. originally forged to be wedding rings
1: yes yes they were
0: so wouldn't that be interesting that they tie all that back together and make it so you know kamala has powers that are similar to to uh carol but ever so slightly different uh mm-hmm. similarly with the quantum bands uh, i think marvell had the chance to wear them but he didn't for mm-hmm. whatever reason yep uh they're also of course connected to quasar maybe maybe she just has those in the first season and maybe she gets her powers later on i know some people had like uh what is it uh, gone through the trailer with a fine tooth comb and found at least one frame where she looks to be stretching doing that thing where she like elongates her body to like go through the city at a faster speed than just normally walking yep uh two other theories i had and tell me what you think of this uh the this first one is far out so you know how the tesseract in that first avengers movie we thought it was just the tesseract then they open it up and it's like oh shit look it actually uh, had an infinity stone in it yeah yeah imagine if they did something like that with the bracelet oh it's just a bracelet oh no my bracelet broke oh it had terrigen mist inside it
1: yeah yeah something like that yeah like uh, what i said where like the 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 band like uh activates her latent inhuman abilities and then when she gets like the terrigen mist she gets like the stretchier which is why she can kind of stretch as like these constructs and everything
0: and uh this final theory here, this is this is some real tinfoil hat shit, so uh please please join me <laughs> as I show you my string theory board. <laughs> so the bracelet is an interesting decision. Mm-hmm. And it's one that also very much reminded me of what they did with Shang-Chi. Because Shang-Chi in the comics is just really good at Kung Fu. The movies make a solid point of giving him the Ten Rings. Which are an alien artifact that they still don't even understand at the end of that movie. And figuring it out what they are seems to be the thrust of like whatever sequel they're going to do.
1: Yeah, they had that signal that went off to probably Fing Fang Foom or whoever.
0: Or wherever, yeah. What if this new thing what if scott buck fucked up so bad with the uh with the inhumans the new id is like all right genetic you know manipulation of humans is out in this universe but we want to keep the spirit of it what if the idea is is that the kree instead of you know messing with human genetics seeded a bunch of alien artifacts on earth that would turn people into super soldiers like the ten rings and like whatever this bracelet so is So, kind of,
1: yeah kind of like a sort of similar to like the infinity stones instead of the infinity stones in the first couple of phases you have like these different weapons
0: yes these different yeah. artifacts that they can all tie together uh similarly uh someone on twitter pointed this out on me i wish i could remember their name sorry uh, feel free to correct me in the comments uh there's a woman in the trailer who uh if you turn subtitles on her name is najma mm-hmm. and najma seems to know what miss marvel's deal is and what kamala's deal is najma also just so happens to be the arabic word for star and star okay. is also the name of a major kree geneticist in newer mm. captain marvel stories mm, okay and as we have seen before in the captain marvel movies Cree are totally fine coming to earth and making it look like they're humans yep <laughs> so maybe it's something like that
1: yeah that oh man that'd be cool again going back to that that whole idea you had about like the weapons and everything yeah again it, it could also lead to something where like oh one of the weapons gets destroyed fucking terrigen gets re- unreleased mm. and that's how we bring back the inhumans
0: that's their way into it now a bit be. yeah
1: because because like completely exiling the inhuman part
0: really struck me as weird because it's mm-hmm. like well we're, we're not saying you got to do the scott buck version i thought no. that was the whole point of inventing yeah variant universes and variant timelines so you could pick choose the things you like
1: yeah yeah especially now like yeah just say oh that was like some timeline that has since been you know destroyed in some cataclysm or something these are the new inhumans and maybe like bring back some of like the uh the people who played them like anson mount who played uh black bolt maybe bring him back or the guy who played um yeah uh his brother yeah maximus he was great
0: yeah he he, he was really like the only thing yeah. i really liked about that show and also because yeah. he was basically saying playing the same character he played in game of thrones yeah
1: yeah he's basically playing ramsey bolton <laughs>
0: which that's fine too because black knight is also a goddamn game of thrones actor yeah. so let's keep doing it yeah yeah let's have them all share screen time
1: together
0: <laughs> Uh, beyond that you know it's a pretty standard Marvel trailer and that is they don't really tell you a lot about what's going on it's a coming of age story it's an origin story they'll probably be villains but I don't actually know what villains they're going to pull from because Captain Marvel or Miss Marvel is one of those rare instances where she does not have an arch nemesis she does not have Mm -hmm. a revolving door of villains her stories were all about just dealing with regular life
1: yeah in the trailer there is uh, like what looks to be like some type of villain like group or something that yeah. she'll be fighting uh, but i would i'd actually like it if it there isn't really a villain and it's just her sort of figuring that figuring out who she is as a hero it's
0: what most of her stories ultimately break down and yeah. i think g- gail some or not gail Simone, um g what is willow it wilson did? g will wilson coined it like near the end of her series when miss marvel was fighting shocker and shocker's like oh come on i could be your arch nemesis come on we could do this forever i did great things for spider-man and kamala says look dude i don't need an arch nemesis i have regular people problems
1: yeah, yeah. i don't have time for it
0: <laughs> and i'm like fucking fair enough and i'm like wow way to sum up this entire series in just a couple <laughs> words i don't need villains i have regular problems <laughs> Now, uh, we also see her bully there, Zoe, who ultimately ends up becoming her friend at some point, too. hmm Uh, I wonder, too, if we're gonna see her boyfriend, because her boyfriend, uh, when she breaks up with him because she was, you know, secretly, uh, dealing with the fact that she was gay, he ends up joining HYDRA.
1: Oh, Okay.
0: Yeah, because he, he he literally becomes an incel. It's like, I hate all women now, and I hate the gays, and these guys on the HYDRA message board forum said that I'm smart and good. Oh, no. <laughs> Basically. And uh, he becomes a villain called Discord, and this was, like, right before Discord the app took off. <laughs> so that's an option. Uh, there was also another uh, villain, uh, Becky something, and her deal was is that she was part of, like, uh carol's captain marvel core basically like she was okay. like a junior member but she got kicked out because she was like a little junior fascist and like when civil war ii broke out he's mm-hmm. like oh yeah i can't wait to abuse my power oh, okay and captain marvel's like you got to get the fuck out." And she's like fine <laughs> i'm joining hydra too <laughs> so that's an option there was also like the cockatiel scientist who wasn't really a cockatiel he was like a human but he like was this. Is... it's fucking weird the first villain they fought i don't doubt it. it'll be that guy baby
1: yeah I, I i don't know whether they'll they'll uh go the hydra route i'd love to see hydra come back but they'll probably end up maybe changing it to um whatever organization uh what's her name uh fontaine is like setting up with us oh, agent and, yeah, and yeah, yeah. all those guys Right,
0: uh, I guess they can't be called the Flag Smashers But they were called something else, what the fuck were they called Yeah, she had an evil
1: group Yeah, I, I know the one you're talking, I can't remember Something it was a World very or something.
0: Gen- It was a very generic name yeah. tell, tell you what, you google that and I'll read a super chat uh, Eric Santee helping us out again DC and Marvel came for the gays this week And I loved it, announcing Pride Special's New Hellfire Gala, aka The baseball for X-Men looks And <laughs> other series with LGBT characters Including trans, yeah they did Don't worry Eric, we're going to be talking about that <laughs> Uh, later on there but yeah if you have not seen it uh the hellfire gala that's even bigger this year the avengers have come and uh, unlike last year when they just wore their regular costumes now they've actually dressed up too yeah
1: they've they've got some drip
0: oh yeah the the steve rogers one and the sam wilson one looked freaking amazing that
1: steve rogers one is so good
0: oh man red pinstripes on a black suit holy shit <laughs> i couldn't pull it off but i'd want to i I like i like to imagine too that janet the stayed up all night working on those
1: it's why we haven't seen her in a while she's been busy in the background just like making all right we're gonna we're gonna serve this time
0: since the end of the last hellfire yeah. gala steve's like oh we looked like a pack of hobos up in there <laughs> janet, you gotta help us you're a fashion designer
2: <laughs>
0: she did it just cursing jumbo carnation under her breath <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker motherfucker i'll show him <laughs> see that's got to be the tie in jumbo and janet having a fashion off yeah
1: yeah that's like the next uh x-men avengers crossover
0: Wouldn't it be hilarious if that's what kick off Judgment Day, the fact that the (laughs) Avengers were too well-dressed at this party? (laughs) And the Eternals get involved. It's like, well, we think we're very well-dressed. No, you're not. We got to fight about it now. uh Kali frederick there uh what do you guys think the top comic tv show will be do you mean this year or overall
1: ever um, in, in the history of infinity
0: in the history of infinity <laughs> i mean moon knight looks to be doing something different i'm mm-hmm. super excited for miss marvel to be a thing because like i was there when it started which is something yeah. i cannot say about all of these other comic stuff yeah. we've been doing
1: yeah that really is like the like like outside like maybe sam wilson's captain america yeah. like that's like the the most like recent thing in our lifetime yeah yeah wow
0: yeah we were reviewing comics when it happened we were we were there and it's especially crazy too because like as i sit there and i saw the trailer i'm like oh yeah miss marvel you know one of her big character things kamal is that she loves superheroes she grew up on superheroes it's part of her personality and then i'm like wow these marvel movies have been going on for over a decade meaning if you are the target age group for this show Mm -hmm. you grew up on all the marvel movies too
1: yeah yeah
0: which is shocking to believe but i'm like oh my god yeah now now they're getting nostalgic about themselves and it actually works
1: (laughs) it does it really does
0: it actually works oh my god which is the point where it almost makes it a little hard to believe when like the bully girl is like oh you're wearing another avengers shirt i'd be like yes i am wearing the most popular profitable (laughs) brand in the world what the fuck is wrong (laughs) with you do you hate things that are popular are you one of those people she's yeah
1: she's one of those people on twitter that you know just hates the thing that's popular that week
0: yeah as as some people pointed out too it's like well actually zo's dislike of kamal in the comics early on before they became friends was a little racism coded actually mm, yeah
1: yeah
0: and i you wonder if they'll keep that in the show where it's like well no but we know they become friends later on so oh, yeah yeah uh saying would it be easier to make kamal immune i mean i'm sure they probably batted that idea back and forth in the writer's room before they eventually decided to just sidestep the inhuman thing until later maybe
1: yeah and i i feel like making her making her a mutant doesn't make her uh kind of gets rid of that kind of uniqueness i think because yeah she's oh she's just another mutant whereas if she's an inhuman that's like there's not very many in humans
0: she's already a big fish in a small pond where you're right where i think if they did make her a mutant back in the day she would have just been oh another big new mutant we were supposed to care about but didn't
1: yeah and one that could have easily just faded away
0: absolutely yeah because yeah if if kamala became a mutant then she was just one face amongst a sea of thousands in the xavier school and krakoa and everywhere else as an inhuman she gets that rare distinction of being like oh she's a human an inhuman who lived and stuck around because she was popular yeah yeah and like you need her there because she's a good you know like representative uh inhuman on all these teams where it's like oh we've got a mutant we've got a space person we've got you know uh uh super soldier all on one team it works yeah also too, you got to figure you know so miss marvel has got to be setting the groundwork for the eventual young avengers champions show because every one of these new marvel uh disney plus shows we've seen have had some sort of young person in them
1: oh absolutely yeah absolutely well i know we we know that this miss marvel show feeds into the upcoming uh captain marvel, marvel sequel the marvels yeah yeah and i so imagine think... we'll see i imagine we'll probably get some post-credit scene of kate or someone showing up
0: oh yeah yeah kate's got to be the one who's putting it together Look, like i'm putting together a team of young people
1: yeah kate or um yelena
0: yelena yeah there's another one too yeah get the whole you know marvel universe of the next generation yeah oh as Kali points out too i'd have loved to see her with a good live action Lockjaw. yeah that's right lockjaw is a huge part of that series no. for like the first several arcs
1: I he could always appear
0: yeah that that's the connection lockjaw just shows up and like look if you know you know and if you don't yeah. know it's fine because he's a big cute teleporting dog yeah yeah you'll love him <laughs> you'll love him anyway yeah because come on i mean when when does the disney corporation ever leave plush money on the table
1: it, that, that that's the thing like you would think they would want lockjaw in there that's like like the marvel grogu basically
0: basically yeah i mean come on even shang chi had a cute plushable animal to buy yeah exactly i mean come on when does this company ever not push belt (laughs) you you screwed up guys Uh, scott buck you ruined it again (laughs) um now moving on from there to some comic book news here here's one that surprised the shit out of me and i think surprised everyone paul dano yes that paul dano the actor is going to be writing A riddler origin story for the comics basically the origin of the riddler he played in the movie
1: yeah it's it's an in uh universe the batman universe uh origin of the riddler but yeah. yeah
0: And while this is definitely cool and it's a special occasion because it doesn't happen all the time, goddamn comic industry, you really just fucking trip over yourself and fucking, you know, drool all over the goddamn place and make a giant mess the second a major celebrity looks in your general direction. It's so unbecoming. <laughs> It's so fucking up, like, oh, god, we got a big movie actor who's gonna be writing a comic now, isn't it? Great, Paul Dano's coming, Paul Dano, Paul Dano. <laughs> to which Brian Hitch says, you know there's an artist involved in the book, right? Too? Yeah. You could've, you could've said his name, right?
1: Yeah, they were, qu- they were quick to um, leave the artist out of all of these uh, announcements.
0: It's one of those moments of, you know, the big companies showing their hands. We don't really give a shit about any of you. If we could replace you all with celebrities, we would. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but we can't so i guess we're stuck together in this (laughs) loveless marriage writers and artists it's
1: it's funny as well because like like as you said like um like the comic industry would just bend over backwards for like a uh a uh actor, or, actor a, every time. Or, or someone like who comes into who wants to write stuff but then again the movies kind of do it as well with uh and with comic writers we've seen that with like tom king getting and better everything. about it yeah they, they are getting better about it it's,
2: yeah
0: it's starting to be more of a two-way street where it's like hey look here's ostrander cameoing in suicide squad here's you know uh uh, Ed Brubaker cameoing for a second in Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm they they're small cameos but it is nice that they are paying that love forward even though we know too that they don't actually get paid that much and I'm sure Dano is compared to his acting writing this comic was a pittance but you know yeah, he, yeah. he he cared he had a lot to say and he wanted to keep building this universe so you know and hey more power to him and I'm sure it will sell big because people are hungry for more of this movie universe
1: yeah and hey if he can bring what he brought to the role in uh yeah. in his acting into the writing then yeah this,
0: this to me seems like, oh, you know, I, I wrote a whole big character history because I really got in, you know, method mm-hmm. acting the character. And it's like, oh, these these notes are good, actually. We should turn this into something.
1: Yeah, he, he, I wouldn't be surprised if that's what he did. He came up with his own, like, backstory for this version of the Riddler.
0: It sounds like he'd be a Hoot Paul down to play Dungeons and Dragons with, but he'd send <laughs> you, like, a 20-page novel of his character <laughs> yeah. backstory. Yeah, this
1: is my backstory. You need to read it all before and memorize it before we play <sighs>
0: sure i say i fucking skimmed it (laughs) (laughs) i'm not saying i'll never read my character's backstory i will skim it (laughs) no seriously as a dm and i do this for all my games i sit down with the people like okay what kind of character do you want to play what archetype are you in i i I think having the conversation is more important like let us collaborate on this backstory it's your (laughs) character and you're telling it but you know give me give me some hooks to get in there yeah yeah that's that's how i do it everyone if you wanted to peek behind the curtain (laughs) but yeah this this looks like it should be fun should be interesting
1: yeah it should be good
0: i'd complain about it being more batman but it's actually riddler who rarely gets any loves so there you go yeah
1: this will be his first solo series
0: i do believe so yes yeah so i mean more power to him for that yeah Now, moving on from there, we got some more interesting comic news here with some more multimedia connections. Uh, Jane Foster, the Mighty Thor, will be returning very soon for a brand new miniseries from Torin Grunibet. Clearly, he's, you know, a foreign individual. He sounds (laughs) like he is a real Viking.
1: He is from Asgard, yeah.
0: Yes, they got a real Asgardian to write this story, which is a big deal. (laughs) The the, the first uh, Asgardian comic writer that we know of. But yeah, the, the timing on this one couldn't be more perfect because obviously Love and Thunder is coming. Uh, obviously, a bunch of stuff happened in the Thor book recently with Mjolnir, so now is the time to get a fun little Jane Foster cameo in there to help promote the movie and promote the comic and vice versa. Yeah,
1: and they look exa- it looks exactly like how uh, yep. Jane Foster does in the movie, even down to the hammer being all cracked and everything
0: yep yep so she's gonna be teaming up with thor and together they're going to be fighting like the legion of doom of friggin thor villains so you got black the troll the enchantress all of them
1: everyone yeah yeah
0: which again sounds about right is it is it shameless self-promotion for the movie yes am i probably gonna love it anyway
1: also (laughs) yes hey yeah if it's building off what donny cates is writing works for me yeah
0: i'm glad they finally caught the fever on this one now jane gets to be thor again for a little bit and uh, sam just gets to be captain america again
2: Mm -hmm.
0: which i feel are things that probably should have kept happening anyway
1: yeah well again like it it feels like they realize that like hey these things were actually good we shouldn't have ended them when we did but we were kind of like it was like a knee-jerk reaction let's let's bring them back people seem to really love them now
0: as i have said a hundred times if we can have multiple spider-men multiple hawkeyes multiple wolverines we can have multiple thors and captain america who the hell cares
1: exactly we can have multiple of every character basically
0: pretty much as it's shown it's like look the 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 one you like will always exist and the one other people like will be there too it only makes everyone richer
1: for it and just in 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 literally all of these cases hey you want to read a, a book about you know clark kent superman there's action comics here's yeah. the one about john here's you know ben Riley's spider-man book here's peter parker's spider-man book you know
0: diversity is the spice of life exactly Kali asking, uh, where's the Enchantress been recently? Haven't seen her. I do believe she was relegated just to tie-ins for those big Thor stories, for like War of she, Realms and everything. She
1: was in re- the, the most recent thing I saw of her. She was a a, a tie-in in The Death of Doctor Strange, where she tra- traveled to a weird world or something to like rescue her son, who had been kidnapped by a evil wizard that had been freed oh. thanks to Stephen's death
0: so yeah she's not been a main thor antagonist for a very long time no. she has been relegated to being a big name for tie-ins
1: yeah even in in that book she didn't really feel like a villain either
0: no yeah they, they kind of don't quite know what to do with. again i think they know they'll eventually put her in a movie and then they'll do something with yeah her. she'll
1: be in that goddamn loki series or something
0: oh well i mean she kind of was and kind of wasn't yeah. wasn't she because yeah. it wasn't the enchantress we know it was the second enchantress yeah it was the second enchantress who thought she was the original enchantress but loki was just fucking with her yeah uh now moving on from there to some animation news which you know i'm always a fan of talking about uh harley quinn season three we got some big casting news this week actually two big casting news is actually yeah uh james gunn is going to be in season three as himself
1: yes and he's directing a biopic on thomas wayne (laughs)
0: which is fucking hilarious and totally awesome and totally in the show's wheelhouse because they like made jokes about tim burton and everything Mm. in the past seasons yeah yeah and i was disappointed i'm like oh they didn't voice themselves though no but james gunn is actually going to be voicing himself in this which is very funny
1: it's very cool yeah
0: i love that he's a good sport and wants to be in here especially because harley quinn the animated show is so fourth wall breaking and so self-referential
1: yeah exactly exactly
0: it's so cool that he gets to be here especially after where it's like oh you did probably the best version of harley and the suicide squad
1: yeah there'll, there'll be some some reference to that she'll reference hey you're you're the only director who's gotten me or something you know yeah
0: you're the you're the one i like
1: <laughs> yeah yeah yeah
0: well it's funny uh, in, i think in the first season of harley they had like suicide squad t-shirts from the first movie <laughs> oh really yeah Yes, I believe that was a joke. She's hanging out at uh, Ivy's and she's just throwing out Suicide Squad branded <laughs> merch to them. <laughs> Goddamn, that's that's crazy. That's even funnier too, given what I know about the production of that show. Because apparently Margot Robbie sits in in like all their meetings. Really? Yes, even though she does not have to. When they were developing the show, she sat in on all the meetings and is given frequent updates on what they're doing, even though she's not in the show.
1: Yeah, but yeah. Why? <laughs>
0: I asked the same question to the showrunner. I'm like, isn't she like uber famous? Doesn't she have like stuff to do? (laughs) And he said, like, not only does she show up, but she showed up in like a ball gown from a premiere to come in and sit in on one of our silly meetings. What? Uh, What? Apparently she just loves and cares about the character that much and wants to see what's going on with Harley and other stuff
1: does that mean like the next time we see that there's going to be like references to the show or something
0: maybe quite possibly i don't know it's crazy <laughs> to think that like an actor cares this much about it and is so married to the role and wants to keep playing the role seemingly into the future that they're willing to sit in and see what's happening with the character across everything
1: are they just gonna like she's gonna show up in something and be like yeah everything in that in that show is like canon
0: <laughs> is canon as far as that because maybe like again I-, I am certain the reason they did birds of prey as like the harley follow up movie is cuz she read the birds of prey comic and liked it and said can we do this
1: yeah yeah
0: and they're like yeah sure we can do that yeah now i just want to know when is she going to be on the show <laughs> I, wouldn't,
1: I, wouldn't, Robin... I wouldn't be surprised i would be surprised if she is
0: i mean like that joke writes itself margot robbie the actress has to follow around harley quinn the real person to get her character right because she's gonna play her in a movie
1: yeah that james Gunn is making or something yes
0: and she gets involved in like a caper and fights villains and everything like that that writes itself and that that is like a joke the comics would do yeah yeah that's totally a thing i i would be all for that and uh the other big piece of news there is they actually cast nightwing as well in the show
1: they did and it's harvey grillman the guy the guy who plays um what's his name in guillermo Guillermo in um what we do in the shadows Shadows. yeah that's great casting
0: it is it's fucking amazing casting and once again proving that this show is so funny and the people they cast like you know friggin uh uh what is it we keep uh d bradley ba- or not d Bradley? we keep uh what's his name uh as our batman from uh brave and the bold why am i space uh,
1: yeah um uh, diedrich bader
0: yeah we keep diedrich bader as our friggin batman we got christopher maloney shown as comedy chops as gordon and like every every casting in that show is like really solid and really outside the box but totally works
1: yeah it totally fits
0: Yeah, I love the idea that Guillermo is going to be Nightwing. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot wait to see what he brings to the role. Also, I think this is the first time a Hispanic man has ever been cast as Nightwing.
1: I think so, yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm all on board for that.
1: I'm all about it. It's pretty cool.
0: It really is. You know, Charlie Adler, the voice of Cow and Chicken from Cow and Chicken, runs, Mm -hmm. like, the voice cast uh, recording sessions? Oh, really? Yes, he's the voice director on that show.
1: Oh, that's cool
0: and he's super funny and manic and you can see why the show has great energy he also yeah. voiced harley's dad in that episode where we meet her parents
1: oh that's cool
0: yeah i just love the idea that harley's dad is fucking cow and chicken and <laughs> <laughs> like a billion other things but that's the thing i'll always know him for <laughs> yeah uh he still does the voices too like he can just snap into it perfectly
1: you should do that for the show
0: yeah, he really should. He he's like a big built like biker muscle grandpa, Charlie Adler, but then he'll <laughs> just start doing the cow voice. <laughs> what a what a fucking talented guy. What a what a legend. Yeah. But yeah, I'm very excited for a Harley Quinn season three. Feels like we waited a long time for it because they did two seasons back to back.
1: It has been a while.
0: Yeah, and then we didn't know if the show was coming back as HBO Max and Freaking DC Universe. We didn't know where it was going to be.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, DC Universe. I remember that.
0: <laughs> yeah, the first two seasons were on that. They, they made jokes in the show about the DC Universe yeah. app.
1: Yeah, I remember that app.
0: <laughs> Which, Christ, those jokes are going to age super weird. <laughs> uh Cali Frederick helping us out again there. You guys see Netflix Tekken animated series trailer came out animation looks pretty decent. Batman the Knight and Nightwing were my top books. Uh no, I haven't seen the Tekken trailer. I know it's out though.
1: It looks all right.
0: I am I am as always very uh what's the word? Very resistant to any adaptations of video games. Though maybe I shouldn't <laughs> be cuz that Arcane show was amazing.
1: Uh yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, th- this one's a bit more of a traditional anime look. Yeah and it looks like i only caught like bits of the trailer but it looks like it's like about jin's training mm. before before always... going into the first uh fist tournament
0: right are we gonna see his father throw him off a mountain probably because <laughs> why would you make that if you wouldn't
1: <laughs> that'll be the uh, the cliffhanger ending of season one <laughs>
0: there you go you, you gotta love tekken as this mixture of like super serious martial art drama and just fucking crazy shit
1: yeah yeah <laughs>
0: goddamn kangaroos with boxing gloves and wrestling bears
1: yeah bizarro versions of the characters who are like devils
0: yeah for some reason well because they got the devil gene and that yeah honestly i stopped playing at that point i have no idea (laughs) i'm sure there is a rich interesting story (laughs) in tekken that has you know that uh i'm sure would blow my mind if i heard it likewise i only remember half of mortal kombat story too yeah yep Tournaments, ninjas, magical items, God, Nether realms. Oh yeah, 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 that's there too. <laughs> Raiden, time travel at a point.
1: Yes, yes. yeah the the, the new game had like multiverses or something in it
0: by the end it sure did which man you you know that mortal kombat has really been sipping on that warner brothers dc and justice kool-aid when for the last (laughs) game they're like fuck it we're having a crisis
1: yes multiverses multiple raidens coming in and fighting each other
0: yeah we we gotta wipe it all away (laughs) too too much has happened we gotta start over (laughs) uh now moving on from there to some more uh good news there uh we got uh some very interesting uh new title announcements coming from dc uh one of these is for the dark crisis event and one of these is for pride uh the first one is we're actually going to be getting a young justice special
1: yes we're we're getting a couple of tie-ins to dark crisis we're getting the young justice special and then a separate one which is uh like a i think it's an all-female like future group of justice uh, leaguers
0: uh is it that one Or are you thinking of teen justice which is yeah, the other one i'm teen, talking about oh. teen
1: justice yeah
0: teen justice which features the multiversal uh flash subsidiary character kid quick who is the <laughs> gender non-binary speedster who we actually saw a lot of they were on yes. the justice league in williamson's uh future state Future State book, which makes me think because that's basically happening anyway now because that yeah. team is essentially getting assembled. That's yeah. why they're there. And uh, also, too, uh, in the last Pride Month book, uh, Kid Quick actually had a really good little one-off story yes. in that. Yes, yes so yeah good good on them for coming back and also great time for it too because we don't current i mean we won't have a current teen titans book very soon so fuck it let's spread the love to the other young people team that aren't titans
1: yeah we won't have a teen titans book and we won't have a uh justice league book
0: oh i guess not yeah yeah time to spread that love to other places which i truly appreciate yeah yeah these look like fun interesting uh titles here i'm very excited for them because they're doing something different and getting me excited to read about these characters where the titans book was making me unexcited to read about them it,
1: it's, it's kind of in- interesting that like williamson williamson's kind of like forced their hand in a way where it's like right i'm gonna kill off all of these characters so mm-hmm. you can't use them so you you have to use these younger characters all these <laughs> like multiversal characters or something something yeah. interesting
0: <laughs> i like that a lot actually yeah he did force their hand i was like okay now you gotta write about all these new characters we've been working on for this time
1: this is what happens when you put me in charge of like 20 books
0: (laughs) yeah exactly this is this is the revenge of williamson (laughs) it's it's very smart actually and i i dig it a lot yeah and you know they're not staying dead but it's like look this is great market research people are gonna fall in love with these characters and they're gonna want to read them and other stuff
1: yeah well they did they they uh tested really well in future state everyone yes. seems to really like them so yeah bring them back i
0: loved. i really loved that future state uh justice league that yeah. williamson was writing i know you and i were both like can, can this just be the book now i'd yeah. happily keep reading these adventures and it, it
1: seems to be like that because we're getting covers and stuff of like that team assembling or like yeah. trying to assemble and become a justice league in the wake of the real justice league dying
0: and, you know, it's really easy to keep that team around, too, when the OG Justice League comes back, no doubt, at the end of the story. Just call that other team the Justice League of America.
1: Yeah, yeah, or, like, International or something.
0: Or something like that, yeah. Dust off one of the other Justice League books that you haven't been using in a while. Exactly. I, I like the idea of the super multi-ethnic Justice League being the Justice League of America, because they're like, nah, this is what America looks like.
1: Yeah, that'd be, that'd be really cool
0: with all these different characters yeah, yeah. I, I know which one i would want to read and uh i, I think they also had something too there was a, a cool image there we got to see dark side in his dark army
1: yes yeah all the all the characters teased at the end of justice league incarnate eclipso yes. doomsday N- necron
0: uh who's the other dude from the other crisis he's keeping a uh, wally hostage right now in multiverse 2 yeah prior or crier prior yeah.
1: Prior. prior prior he's a prior.
0: prior prior oh he's gonna pry into all your business watch out <laughs> he, he, he's got priors and if he goes away on this one he, he'll be done <laughs> doing a hard time yeah he, he's obviously quite interesting because it's like wait i didn't think you were a villain but now you seemingly are
1: yeah i guess he is yeah
0: yeah, yeah, Doomsday, as you mentioned before. Uh, anyone else we're missing on this one? There's, like, quite a lot of... Okay, cases. is that Ares? Yeah. Is that supposed to be?
1: I'm pretty sure it's Ares, yeah. Okay, because...
0: Oh, uh, Empty Hand, too?
1: Yes, yeah. Who actually still ha- Who actually has something in his hand now. So oh, yes, that's so right. So I'm guessing he's called something different? I don't know.
0: Yeah, we, 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 we call him EP or EH <laughs> for sure. Hey, EH. <laughs> empty Hand. Yeah, because uh, in that other... Um, uh multiversity story we were seeing which actually that that hasn't ended yet has it which one uh the joshua williamson one with uh the ha- house of heroes and everything
1: yeah that's ended yeah J- justice league incarnate yeah that ended with issue five
0: did did i did i fucking miss justice league incarnate five probably <laughs> okay because when i last heard they were like stuck on the planet and uh yeah then...
1: no that that ended they they fixed all that they that end... fucking ended really yeah the darkness oh. was unleashed.
0: Oh no, I'm getting exposed on stream. I totally missed the ending to that uh, story.
1: I shouldn't well, have, I, I should I shouldn't have said anything and made you go into Dark Crisis without reading that final issue.
0: Not knowing that, that <laughs> well fuck me, I know what I'm doing tonight. I gotta finish <laughs> that
1: Yeah, they were trapped on the
0: planet and they're like, yeah. Oh no, all of our friends have been, you know, corrupted by the darkness and they're coming for us.
1: Yeah, they went and tried to free Flash. They found out that Flash is stuck on a um weird stepford wives fucking earth that's oh, like his paradise and yeah
0: right okay well shit i gotta go read that now <laughs> <laughs> thank you yeah i would have been really fucking confused I'm like yeah, how come they never finished justice league incarnate that was really good <laughs> yeah
1: no it, it ends with them going to go and get the justice league that leads into oh. justice league issue 75 how,
0: how did no one tell me that i missed that one <laughs> usually if i miss a big comic bands will be like hey julie you missed one <laughs> the hell guys this isn't my fault you all dropped the ball (laughs) uh well with that everyone that's actually all the news for this week so we can move on to what we read and admittedly not a lot came out this week it was a mellow week and i'm happy about it
1: it was a pretty mellow week
0: yeah i read i read five new books and yeah i know five to us is mellow yeah (laughs) one for every day of the week uh, yeah. where where would you like to begin matt
1: uh we'll stick around with dc because dc started new world's finest book this, this yes week yes Su- they certainly did superman batman
0: yeah mark wade and dan Mora, who are kind of a world's finest uh, in and of themselves aren't they
1: oh are they ever
0: coming together just what a what a pretty book this is
1: it really was it, it was it was great and it was a really fun unique story
0: yeah no doubt about it it's uh i mean it's you know interesting but it's also like familiar in -hmm. its own way where it's like ah you know uh, a villain from gotham has come to metropolis and is making trouble so batman and superman (laughs) need to join forces it it
1: does really familiar stuff like that unlike the 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 obvious you know batman versus superman fights and stuff but it Mm -hmm. does it in really interesting and unique ways like involving the doom patrol
0: yeah that one i was really not expecting that a world's finest story would feature the doom patrol but clearly wade is a fan of the tv show and how their profile has been raised over the last few
1: years yes yes they can they can now uh they've they've been given access to the larger dc universe the doom patrol has finally (laughs) yeah
0: but yeah the the idea is is that some mystery villain uh what is it pushed metallo and poison ivy to attack the city and during the battle uh poor superman gets stabbed in the heart with red kryptonite
1: yes a synthetic red kryptonite cocktail that uh unlike red kryptonite in like Smallville, it doesn't turn him evil it like fucks with his dna and like turns him inside out and like makes him hallucinate and mm. all sorts of weird shit it's
0: a bad time for him yeah uh wade also does some fun stuff where it's like okay this is still very early on in superman and batman's career so i can go back and write some stuff about their friendship
2: Mm
1: -hmm. yeah i like the uh stopping penguins uh arms deal with the weaponies of quad that was really cool
0: (laughs) what a fucking pull i was not expecting that yeah
1: he was introduced to them by lex Luthor. this is so fucking cool
0: also a penguin who still goes wah wah
1: (laughs) yeah yeah
0: (laughs) so we're definitely this is <laughs> this is a much simpler time in the dc universe <laughs> when villains go Wah. Yeah,
1: they do the old animated series thing where they had uh superman dressed as batman for, for a minute there which is great
0: such a sucker for that one love it i love it's an even older joke about how batman and superman were always written or drawn the same with the yep. same chin line so you could swap them out in the costumes and no one would know yeah
1: couldn't tell <laughs>
0: couldn't tell so much fun uh robin's great too because you know he's just like totally ripping on every villain every step of the way oh he's
1: great dick's great back as robin
0: yes sassy robin at ultimate sass levels (laughs) but yeah so superman freaks out batman has to get involved uh to try and stop him and he basically leverages his friendship being like no i'll get between him and the innocent people of the city because i know deep down superman would never hurt me yeah
1: yeah, we're we're friends we're 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 still very apprehensive friends but we are friends and isn't that
0: nice to just see a story where superman and batman are friends and like each other's company
1: and it's even great because it's it's obviously like it could have easily just been like oh batman's gonna go get the Hellbat armor and fucking mm. fight superman through metropolis but like he he's doing stuff that obviously he's learned from superman which is like talk to the person yeah. and try and talk them down and it kind of works
0: yeah de-escalate the situation
1: yeah de-escalate enough until the doom patrol can arrive because the doom patrol uh, are familiar and experts at people with like strange uh weirdo afflictions, afflictions. Yeah. so it makes sense that they would be able to help <clears throat>
0: Makes sense, I like it a lot. We even see, uh, what is it, the chief, he's got frickin' kryptonite-laced uh, medical tools. Yeah, to
1: help Superman get get all the, the kryptonite out of him.
0: They gotta do surgery, and I'm like, oh, fun.
1: Yeah, a, a great use of um, negative man's powers as well, where he's able to also give that... off red, red sun radiation to negate Superman's powers and stop him going insane. You forget
0: how strong the Doom Patrol can be in certain scenarios. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm because their greatest villains are themselves you see <laughs> but yeah this uh, this one was really fun it felt like a great retro throwback in the best yeah. way possible
1: yeah it was fantastic we get a hint at like a larger villain that again might have ties to the um doom patrol because larry yeah. recognizes like their symbol
0: yeah I-, I scoured like all the wikis there for like doom patrol villains with horns who the fuck is it yeah
1: well, again like like the, the the little um silhouette we get of the person he looks like magog
0: yeah I, that was my thought is i'm like oh they're fighting magog holy shit yeah
1: i'd be fine with that that'd be kind of cool yeah.
0: yeah i really Ma- think makes sense as well
1: for Wade to be riding magog
0: exactly yeah uh, unless wade's like playing three-dimensional chess and he wants you to think it's magog it so pr- it's
1: probably like that there's a red herring
0: it's a twist so it's like whoa what you think i was magog why you think all guys with horns are the same yeah
1: they'll be fighting some really weird you know ass really ass obscure character who hasn't been seen since like the 80s
0: <laughs> blue devil blue devil did it <laughs> blue devil sick of superman's shit so he's getting revenge <laughs> uh but yeah this uh this one's great this is a very fun read
1: yeah i i can't wait for the next issue
0: yeah every every image is a poster
1: yeah oh, oh yeah dan morris art so great
0: Killing it, and you can tell he's having a blast too, getting to draw just like the ultimate hero shots of Superman and Batman.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's great. And get Super Superman and Batman in their like classic costumes.
0: Oh yeah, that you know, Denny O'Neill blue suit with the yellow chest yes. piece and everything. Gotta love it. It's perfect. So nostalgic for it. Yeah, bring it back, please. <laughs> they did for a second in detective they like teased the idea or what if he just wore blue in this book
1: and that was dan Moore as well
0: that was so clearly he's been working on it (laughs) but yeah that's uh, solid stuff uh what else did you have this week matt
1: uh what did we have oh we had nightwing issue 90
0: we did and the team up train continues this time we see dick teaming up with wally for a bit
1: yeah uh, they're they're bringing it back towards um the the blood haven storyline uh and um The the blockbuster hires a a a group called the the funeral agency. I believe is what they're called. He gives the Spanish name. I went and translated it just so I didn't have to say the name. (laughs)
0: Likewise, I did the same. Well, again, they made it seem like. Wait, is the funeral agent a person or a group? (laughs)
1: Yeah. Well, again, it's it it seems like a group who have like their own agents because they mentions that the agent they sent. Uh, It's someone who uh, takes no prisoners and doesn't Mm. care about collateral damage, uh, which is evidence because they they fucking drone strike dick's yeah. uh, apartment building
0: yeah not fucking around
1: <laughs> yeah and he, he he goes and saves maurice the the deaf guy who lives in the building who thinks that nightwing's there to steal his hearing aids
0: The thing that got me about maurice is not only does he get it wrong that nightwing isn't breaking in to steal his earpiece but also the fact that he is old and kind of jacked yeah yeah <laughs> just an old jacked man who lives on the top floor <laughs> I feel like that has to be based on someone that tom taylor knew at some point someone yeah because <laughs> that's just an odd collection of character traits
1: <laughs> maybe that's gonna come back later on he's gonna like help dick
0: <laughs> maybe ooh maybe maurice is
1: heartless ooh because we still don't know
0: who that person that's a mystery that's still up in the air we've only it seen is, them yeah. in silhouette
1: yeah that's true
0: ah might be something yeah maybe there's a reason that character has such a specific design and collection of character (laughs)
1: traits
0: (laughs) shit man i think we might have cracked it wide open
1: hey we're usually pretty right here
0: (laughs) somewhere tom taylor just punched the wall god damn it how did they know (laughs) i thought i was being so smart (laughs) but yeah so uh wally hears that uh, his best friend's place got destroyed and he runs right there to help
1: yeah, and he, he gets there in time to see Dick um, survive the explosion, save Maurice and everything. Um, and they, they decide that Dick should probably come and stay with him, just and not tell anyone that Dick and survived that bombing, just to kind of throw everyone off uh, the scent. Yeah.
0: It'd be nice if you could get some actual sleep because ever since you became a public do-gooder, people have been trying to kill you nonstop and you've been sleeping with one eye open, which is not healthy for you.
1: And it's totally true. Ever since, like, uh, Taylor took over the book, he hasn't, like, stopped. No. Dick hasn't had a a minute to stop.
0: No, they're attacking him at home. They're trying to kill him in the street. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. It's just just no good for Nightwing. But then again, you know, trying to change the world for the better will naturally be hard. Mm
2: -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm
0: i like to you know we don't see much of the sister melinda but you know obviously she's in blockbusters camp so she's able to tip dick off but oh maybe she showed her hand a little too much now because the corrupt police chief is looking into it and he figures the only way dick could have made it out of that bombing alive is if someone with information told him
1: someone from that meeting tipped him off yeah
0: yeah so you know that's going to be a fun con game for her i bet she's going to try and turn it around like no it wasn't me it was him
1: i'd love to see her turn it onto like 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 have it turn to like blockbuster yeah she uses Maybe. her like uh, her uh, place as like mayor to try and uh get one over on blockbuster and to turn, turn everyone against him turn everyone against him yeah
0: from the inside yeah that would be an interesting way to fight crime very uh very what is it a green hornet no i mm-hmm. pretend to be a criminal to fight crime yeah yeah but yeah i like that a lot it's uh fun too just to see dick having some downtime with wally and his family who are just super excited to see him
1: yeah, yeah, he's it again, it's it's the first time he's ever been able to like decompress mm-hmm. and and kind of put his guard down a little bit.
0: I like uh, Wally trying to help. So I put together this string theory board. I don't know how to solve (laughs) mysteries. I'm not a detective like you, but I had fun putting the board together. I
1: don't know how any of these are are, um, connected, connected, but I connected them anyway.
0: (laughs) But I connected them anyway. Good, good, good job, Wally. (laughs) It's fun too, because they don't even really have to solve the mystery because the funeral agent strikes again, trying to kidnap uh, Barbara Gordon. And they're like, yes, we're kidnapping you because you are his love interest. You're his girlfriend, right? And Barbara's like, well, I wouldn't really put a label on on what we're doing you know we're just adults having fun and everything
1: yeah yeah
0: <laughs> which which i guess is also taylor's way to be like hey but isn't dick having sex with uh, starfire over in the titans book <laughs> yes but they have an open relationship it's fine <laughs> barbara is free to date other people too if she wants it's all good
2: yeah yeah <laughs>
0: uh the bad guys take her away in a fridge truck which i thought was absolutely hilarious (laughs) she makes a solid point like yeah i'm in a fridge truck uh but i'm not gonna let them fridge me i could escape anytime i wanted
1: yeah but she can't because it can't be seen barbara Gordon doing some like daring broad daylight escape
0: yes because it would give up her identity and dicks i just love the idea that somewhere in space kyle rayner hears about a woman getting fridged and just single tear he's,
1: he's, from he's currently racing back towards earth and yeah. brakes, ah, speed. not again not, again, not Fucking again major force god damn it
0: yeah it's somewhere you know major force in that titans book just gets an erection and doesn't know why <laughs> ah a woman was fridged somewhere ah yes this is also one of my powers you don't know about <laughs> any time that happens in the multiverse <laughs> and uh hey the the funeral agents ace in the hole turns out to be friggin kgbs the guy who shot dick and made him think his name was rick for a stupid amount of time
1: yeah yeah and um dick uh dick and wally replace uh thanks to Wally's speed replace uh barbara in the back of the truck and and mm. get get a jump on the villains and and wally sees that it's it's kg beast and decides he's going to go kind of off book a little bit and kind of get revenge on go kg beast for uh, for what uh tom king did to him
0: <laughs> did, did they ever settle that in the nightwing book i want to say there was a cover did dan jurgens actually have nightwing fight kg beast I, again or are they doing it here for the first time I,
1: I believe people in my comments told me that it did happen but ah. but again it's not really uh dick sorting them out it's like mm-hmm. i don't think any of his friends got a chance to right. get some revenge and that's what this seems to be all about
0: right this is all about wally dealing with his problems by kicking this guy's ass yeah yeah is he going to use his super speed to like uh brick a wall around him and just leave him there like <laughs> batman did
1: oh that would be great
0: <laughs> and kgb is like this shit's got to stop happening <laughs> <laughs> every every fucking time with these heroes they break me up and leave me <laughs> look see i'm not killing you because i know you've escaped from this like two times before <laughs> it's just gonna be really uncomfortable for you
1: really uncomfortable yeah
0: so it's fine
1: <laughs> it's
0: fine it's all fine <laughs> yeah this was good i liked it
1: it was good yeah it was a good issue i is, i'm guessing it's gonna be a two-parter obviously i'm assuming so too yeah
0: yeah i didn't think when this nightwing book started that it would feature so many cameos
1: it's great it's great it kind of makes sense as well dick is like a big brother and like a friend to like almost everyone in the superhero community
0: especially now maybe as we head closer and closer to dark crisis where it's like yeah with no batman around maybe dick becomes the new head of the bat family for a bit yeah wouldn't that be interesting that's something we've never seen him before we've seen him become batman but to have him like actually run the day-to-day operations of the bat family yeah yeah And to be that emotional center and everything, wouldn't that be something? Mm -hmm. What if he does a better job than Bruce? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, geez, Bruce is just, you know, well, you've been dead. I've proved to be a better father figure (laughs) and mentor. Wasn't,
1: um, Taylor's first story arc of this run called Better Than Batman?
0: Oh, I think that was uh, Sealy's run, actually. Sealy's, okay, yeah. called Better Than Batman. But yes, that was his idea, too. Yeah. I just want to write a book that proves Nightwing is better than Batman. <laughs> which apparently there's something in the water over there, because everyone wants to. Yeah, yeah. And I have to agree.
1: Yeah, I do as well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> to which I would like Batman, he hears that, but he's not even mad about it. He's like, yeah, that's what I trained you to do, to be yeah. better than me. I'm yeah. pretty uh, fucking good, aren't I? Yeah. <laughs> you're the best of us nightwing you're the best of us but i actually mean that and i'm not making a decades old at this point walking dead joke
1: no you're the best of us (laughs) (laughs) t-dog
0: all these years later that's still fucking funny to me i don't even know if people get that joke anymore when i make it yeah
1: i think we're so far removed from that 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 season like who t-dog who was t-dog i don't remember that character
0: (laughs) he was the best of us (laughs) no he wasn't he didn't do anything (laughs) yes that's why we loved him he didn't do anything he was just agreeable (laughs) uh now uh, i had the big finale this week of x lives of wolverine
1: oh really tell me what's happening i'm doing like i'm gonna catch up sometime this week on that uh (laughs) it was a a real riveting storytelling it was
0: was it it was rip roaring it was riveting it was (sighs) are we done are we done yet so yeah mikhail rasputin launches his plan to be like ha 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 this was always my plan to make gene gray and xavier tired so i could invade (laughs) Krakoa with my reality warping powers okay that's why i've done this incredibly complex time travel terminator riff yep and that doesn't work because wolverine is able to regain control of his body from omega red thanks to that watch from issue one do you remember the watch matt and what a big deal they made about the fucking watch in the trailer yep so get this the watch that we now know is a big deal was actually a gift to young 19 year old wolverine from wailing captain ancestor xavier
1: okay yeah so after he saved his life
0: yes and like apparently they spent many years together as buddies and like ancestor xavier wanted to take logan back to england and civilize him and like make him a british citizen
1: god i i hate when fucking books do this when they take like an established character and like shove him into the history of another character
0: yep oh tell me about it And Wolverine's like, nah, bub, I'm going to go out into the Canadian territories and drink and trap and rabble rouse and everything. (laughs) And he's like, oh, but take this watch that also has a compass attachment so you'll always find your way home, which is exactly what... Wolverine needed to find his way back to Krakoa and take control of his body, and it hurts my fucking brain because, like, okay, so he had the watch at the beginning, meaning before he even goes on the time travel journey, everything that was going to happen already happened. happened.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's one of those time travel stories.
0: Which I fucking hate that we're in a goddamn time loop, so Wolverine knew all this was going to happen before it even happened, which means he knew he would succeed, which means everything with Omega Red meant literally
1: nothing. Nothing, he was just repeating what happened before.
0: Which goddamn that drives me crazy! It drives me even more crazy because Omega Red's like, no, 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 it's okay. Give me, give me one more chance, Mikhail. I know I can go back and kill him. And I'm like, D- you literally have the power over time, and you failed every single time. <laughs> you're never gonna get him. And Mikhail says that you're a loser. You suck. You're a loser.
1: And it, it, the whole thing with Omega Red doesn't make any sense because we 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 know he can possess people, including yes. Wolverine. So yes. why didn't he just do that from the beginning?
0: Exactly. Why was that not his first port of call? Why did he not kill him when he was a child? Why did he yeah. not kill Dog Logan, his father? Why did he yeah. not do any number of things?
1: Yeah, yeah, you have t- you have access to time travel and you can possess literally anyone you want.
0: Yeah. Why don't you go back before it even
1: started and do it again? <laughs> you, you, you know what it is? It's because it's Omega Red doing it. Omega Red's kind of a fucking stupid person if it was anyone any any other mutant any other mutant they'd probably figure it out
0: And I guess that's supposed to be the point because Michael didn't care if he succeeded; he only cared that he would keep Xavier and Jean
1: busy enough. Yeah, yeah.
0: But then, but then what he does next is extra stupid. He just drops Omega Red in the middle of nowhere because it's like, well, Wolverine's gonna come and kill you now, and I have bigger, more important plans. Please continue to read X Force in the Wolverine <laughs> book. But he drops him off with the Cerebro sword, the thing that allowed him to like access, you know, time travel. The thing that was so important to him in x-force he spent like years worth of stories trying to steal it yep so he drops omega red off in the middle of the tundra and him and wolverine just cut the shit out of each other wolverine kills him and comes back with the sword
1: <laughs> okay
0: and i'm like what a fucking lackluster ending and wolverine's <laughs> like okay i'm gonna go to bed now and sage is like no nah, you can't do that because there's a phalanx version of you running around on the island with moira go handle that in the last issue of x deaths
1: oh god damn it <laughs>
0: And I'm like, okay, the story is finally hooked up, but wow, what a... Th- th- this is the perfect example of, like, telling a bad time travel story.
1: Yeah, lives didn't need to happen. They just needed to no. have that Deaths book.
0: Yeah, Deaths was the only important one. But, but Deaths is funny, because Deaths isn't about Wolverine, it's yeah, about Moira. Yeah. Which
1: is why it's good.
0: Yeah tell me about it's it's the worst too from even like a character standpoint like divorce all the nerdy time travel shit it's just not a good wolverine story he talks about how much he's changed and how much he's learned to like love krakoa as a nation and everything but we don't see that through any of his actions he just tells us that in internal monologue do you think
1: maybe that could be like the point like maybe percy was trying to make but it didn't come off right
0: Maybe, I don't know. There's there's some weirdness with this book. And again, just all this... T- so now Wolverine is basically reverse Flash because now he's yeah. crossed his own timeline several times over. Yeah, yeah. The most annoying one, and you'll know it when you get there, is Wolverine saves World War II Xavier's father from getting killed by a Japanese uh, kamikaze pilot named uh, Kenji whatever because that Kenji's the Kenji who will be shamed in that war go on to create the process of bonding adamantium to the human skeleton <laughs> god damn and it and also hi- and also his daughter will be lady death strike oh, so he was only shamed because wolverine went back and shamed him like f- so so wolverine made himself is what you're saying now <laughs> wolverine crossed his own timeline to the point where he's basically his own father
1: god damn it
0: <laughs> and i fucking hate time travel stories like that so much
1: yeah yeah i hate it when they when they do that and they um they cross they they then tie in the character to like another established character they did it like in the new 52 um yes, all with, the time. with batman and superman where like clark and bruce were like little kids and they'd met each other as little kids yeah and were like that. playing with each other and everything and how annoying is that yeah and i just i hate it i hate it, it so much
0: it shrinks your universe yeah yeah is what it does especially for a character like wolverine who has such a ridiculous amount of history. oh they worked in Null too i forgot Null was in it too oh fuck, really how <laughs> Okay, so this actually isn't a Benjamin Percy thing. This is him actually following up on something Donnie Cates did. Okay. So Donnie Cates had that Web of Venom story with the Sim Commandos there, or Mm -hmm. the Sim soldiers. Yeah. Uh, which one of those guys, Rex Strickland, would go on to help Eddie. They fought with Wolverine during Vietnam and a little bit of null got on him. Mm-hmm. And Donny Cates never did anything with that story. So this is uh, Percy, I guess, finishing up on it. Mm-hmm. The idea is, is that Omega Red jumps into Dr. Cornelius's body, and it's like, ha ha ha, I'm going to kill you on the operating table before you ever get adamantium in you. Which, <laughs> which if that's the case, why didn't you kill him when he was a child and couldn't defend himself? <laughs> and the null symbiote activates in him and protects Wolverine in that moment. <laughs> so it doesn't want to die, but it doesn't matter because Cornelius kills the null symbiote anyway, and that only further... <laughs> pushes him to continue his adamantium research god damn it (laughs) so once again he has crossed his own timeline and made so that things that would have happened anyway were gonna only happen but harder
1: (laughs) this whole story reads like like before the story happened wolverine's history was like a mess because of time travel and this is like a story they had to do to like try and like straighten it out and fix it but the story before it never happened so it's like a response to something that never happened
0: i mean wolverine's uh, history has always been a fractal spreadsheet nightmare he even says in the thing even i don't know what's real and what's not
1: but at least we can kind of like follow it in a way yeah. whereas like this just kind of confuses fucking everything
0: <laughs> i mean for me it's always like you know wolverine origins is here you know weapon x is here yeah old man logan is there at the end everything else fucking put it in wherever you want
1: yeah Is
0: always my thinking hmm you got the beginning, you got the end, fill it with whatever you want. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's fucking maddening. And yes, Deaths is better. Deaths is maddening in a different way, and that is that Moira keeps changing her goddamn plan every ten seconds. <laughs> Her motivation is all over the place, like, ah, those mutants have kicked me out of Krakoa, but don't worry, I'll make it on my own. No, I want my powers back. No, I want to destroy Krakoa. No, I want to join forces with the cyborgs now. No, I want revenge on destiny, because she's the one who really screwed me over. (laughs) Every ten seconds, her motivation is changing. Yeah, yeah eric uh helping us out once again thank you eric biggest mixed opportunity in x lives not having more of gene's reaction to logan's past gene used to hate logan when she met him gene learns all the trauma that molded him and how he became the man she loves excellent point eric exactly because xavier and gene are like tag-alongs for this adventure they should yeah. be offering commentary and insight but they
1: never do yeah they only appear every like the, from what i've read up to which is issue three yeah gene's whole thing has been oh she learned that there was that phalanx logan and like that's yeah. it
0: they they also run into a problem too where they're like well how do they clean up the timeline after messing around that oh well gene and xavier you know put out tiny psionic pulses to you know delete everyone's you know short-term memory <sighs> God damn it. But but clearly it's implied that he hung out with Xavier's whaling ancestor for yeah. like years in the years. time it took them to get from the Arctic to like uh I think like the Caribbean or wherever the hell they were going. I'm like that took years, so even if you deleted his short term memory, he was still gonna remember it.
1: Yeah. What they should have done was they should Moira Moira's involved, they should have done it where it's like I mean, they could probably still do it in the last couple of issues of Deaths, but what they should have done was should have been like Well, this this all happened but it was in a timeline that moira mm-hmm. died in so because she died it reset the timeline
0: maybe you're right with one issue left they could still possibly do that yeah
1: because right. it because it, like it's a time travel story and everything and you have this uh former mutant whose whole power was that if she dies the timeline restarts
0: well, they set that up in the last issue of deaths, too, where they're like, look, Moira, you're not actually backed up on Cerebro because we're yeah. keeping you secret. So when you die, you will stay dead. And mm-hmm. even if you do somehow manage to get back your mutantum somehow, some way, it still won't matter because when you die, you're going to stay dead this time. Yeah. So, yeah, I wonder. I, I truly do. Yeah, yeah. Death is weird, too, but I'll let you read that for yourself. Death <laughs> is better but maddening in other ways it's,
1: it's better again because it's not wolverine or dealing with like any of that shit
0: because it's all about moira but yeah all right what do you want to talk about next
1: uh i had the tie-in that the flash tie-in for warfare 3 Oh yes,
0: I I picked this up too because I'm still holding out hope that maybe I'll get to cover it at some point, but I don't know, man. I I don't trust myself. Tell me all about it. (laughs) uh
1: this was definitely a tie-in.
0: That's shame. This
1: was a tie-in. That was a tie-in. Um, it it wasn't too. It wasn't bad or anything. Um, it it kind of dealt with a little bit of the stuff that let we left off in last issue, and that is that Linda Park now has speed powers. Oh, Um, shit. But she's not told anyone yet, uh, as Wally and the family return from Gemworld. Um, Johnny Quick arrives on Earth Zero, because this is set just before the first issue of that War for Earth 3, Johnny Quick arrives on Earth Zero and starts, like, causing havoc in the Flash Museum. Right. Uh, And we eventually find out that he's there on Waller's commands to get the Cosmic Treadmill, uh, because she needs the Cosmic Treadmill for something. Uh, Mm -hmm. So Flash tries to stop him, but... And so does Mirror Master, because Mirror Master's on Rick Flag's Suicide Squad. That's so he's, right, yeah. He's trying to the stop Scutter all version, that. Yeah. Um, but while, uh, Wally doesn't know that, so not only does Wally have to fight Johnny Quick, he has to fight Mirror Master as well, and Mirror Master's trying to stop Flash and Johnny Quick as well, and it's, like, this kind of, like, three-way fight where everyone doesn't know what's going really on. No. And that's kind of the whole issue. There isn't really that much of a tie-in to the actual what's going on on Earth 3. It's just kind of, like, a separate thing. And then they set up something with... Do you know... Do you remember the character Blacksmith?
0: Vaguely, yeah. What was their deal?
1: Uh, Just, like a, like, a Flash... Like, an old Flash villain sort of thing. She was in, like, um...
0: She was in the show wasn't she? She was a yeah. one-off villain I'm pretty sure. Yeah,
1: yeah. Sure. Yeah, she she comes in and she's like working for the the Iron Heights uh warden. Like like it's it's she's in like only like two pages but it seek to imply like that warden is like setting up his own suicide squad or like a like some sort of, some sort of version of it. She she uh he demands she help her and in return she'll get like something off her sentence or like have a favor or something for him it, or something
0: is is it the same warden who has the power to like mess with your inner ear or something or make you feel like a bunch of pressure
1: uh i don't think so i think it's a different one
0: okay because i know they've had evil wardens in yeah. flash before
1: yeah yeah but yeah it, it it's all right it, it's it it's just again like more setup and stuff that I, again probably didn't need to be a, this book
0: the fact that they roped in the flash and they roped in titans academy mm-hmm. into a story that is so heavily just about the suicide squad yeah. really made me raise an eyebrow and like but why though
1: yeah yeah i i don't understand why the titans are getting involved in this i i guess maybe because they i i would say maybe because they still think superboy is part of the suicide squad but it's right not.
0: Which was a thing that annoyed the shit about me, that they never bothered to follow up on that. Where it's like, dude, they're clearly keeping your friend, even though he wasn't its match.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, maybe it'll come together, but yeah, this issue was kind of like, uh, well, it didn't need to be a tie-in.
0: Maybe maybe the story will finally eventually answer the question of like, yo, where actually is Connor Kent Superboy? We know he's around because he was in Suicide mm-hmm. Squad for a second to show that he wasn't matched. But what's he been up to recently, and why didn't he want to take part in Titans Academy?
1: He's been getting ready for that Young Justice Dark Crisis book because he's gonna be he's... in that.
0: <laughs> and going back to his old black shirt costume too, even though yeah. he's been flying around as the Metropolis Kid version of himself. Yeah. Yeah that's what he's been doing he's been knitting that shirt this whole time it's
1: gonna be so <laughs> on the Kent good. farm yeah <laughs> yeah,
0: just, yeah exactly someone has to hang out with Mark. Kent. Hey, maybe that's something.
1: what he's been doing rebuilding the kent farm
0: oh i like that a after, lot after actually.
1: Faultline blew it up
0: <laughs> i like that a lot actually it's like yeah well someone had to do it and i decided to do it by hand you know really challenge myself not use my super strength
1: that'd be kind of cool be a cool yeah, bad yeah. to kingdom come
0: yeah, exactly. It's like yeah, freaking John's doing his thing over there, you know. Match is doing his thing. They didn't really need my Superboy until Dark Crisis. Yeah. It's just so funny. They always gotta find things to do. Where it's like, how how can we take Connor out of here? Hey, he's in Gem World. Hey, he's rebuilding this.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's dead. He's this. He's that. <laughs>
0: he's dead. He's in another universe. He's a clone. He never existed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's been playing the elden ring he got really into elden
1: ring (laughs) yeah elden ring and like streaming
0: (laughs) yeah yeah he's just not answering any of his calls his streaming channel is called metropolis kid plays (laughs) matt's just like god damn it why didn't i call my streaming channel that (laughs) (laughs) i could have i (laughs) could uh but yeah that sounds like a tie-in sounds like i didn't miss anything no
1: no and uh, it it kind of makes me think that oh this should have just been because the the actual war of war for earth three is only two issues oh and i'm like and i'm like yeah it should have just probably been those two issues and none of these times you didn't really need any of these times
0: sure sure sounds like it yeah uh oh yeah uh now a book we had this week that i know we both really enjoyed uh batman the Night the number three yes the continuation of young Bruce Wayne's uh training adventure in France this time he gets uh hooked up with Henry Ducard who was always shown to be his French mentor to try and catch a well-connected serial killer
1: yeah it's kind of weird that we've got this story n- uh not long after that Tom Taylor book which had him with ducard in france
0: i know right there's something in the water everyone wanted to do (laughs) something with ducard i guess it's because ducard is one of the few like early mentors of batman that everyone knows
1: yeah yeah
0: because like the other ones he gets a little hazy after that like oh well he trained with rachel gould no he trained with the sensei well he trained with zatara and zatanna well maybe he didn't though Mm -hmm, mm mm-hmm He, he trained with the original mr miracle the golden age one to try and learn to escape stuff
1: Yep, yeah, yeah ted grant and all those people yeah yeah
0: he learned fist fighting from ted green i'm actually really interested to see where this series is gonna go because it's like okay you've done ducard you've done the well-established one now where are you gonna go
1: yeah I, i'd like to see him just come back and be learning from like alfred or something
0: i, th- I th- you know i think that's gonna be the last issue actually yeah I think that's going to be the last one. And Alfred needs to teach him how to live or Alfred needs to teach him how to be Bruce Wayne again. Mm-hmm. You know, wear a suit, you know, throw a fancy dinner party.
1: That, that'd actually be kind of cool. He's learned all this fighting. And the last issue is him learning to be Bruce and it's not fighting it's like Alfred teaching him how to tie like a Windsor knot and like how to like yeah. carry himself while in a suit or something.
0: Yes. Here's uh here's champagne, but it's really just ginger ale. Yeah. Yeah what's what's that from you know uh they'll teach you how to fight but i'll teach you how to live oh that, that's a quote from something i know what's it sounds
1: from? so familiar <laughs>
0: stall for time while i google
1: that <laughs> it's like oh it's adam west's batman jesus because <laughs> yeah,
0: <huh. laughs> Cause yeah that, that that's like from a very similar like you know origin fighty movie
1: yeah oh that's gonna drive me insane
0: that is gonna it's from a movie i'm pretty sure one that i've watched a lot
1: yeah it sounds yeah. so familiar
0: yes i will teach you how to live <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so it's like solid like you know murder mystery there uh we learn a lot about the Foundling. surprise mm-hmm. surprise he is an orphan too just like bruce yep and, you know, that uh, informs a lot of his psychosis and it also allows Bruce to get inside his head because that's mm-hmm. basically what Ducard is trying to tell him because Ducard was actually sent to go after him. Yes. By Alfred. The whole trying to solve a serial killer case, that was just more of a side gig.
1: Yeah, the side quest.
0: Yeah, the side quest. Yeah, the main quest is the big he... money that Alfred was paying him.
1: Yeah, he learned about it after unlocking the, the additional dialogue.
0: uh god that's funny so yeah it's it's that whole thing you know he teaches him like that very frank miller 300 you know sometimes choosing where to fight is as important as how to fight Mm -hmm. and also don't be suspicious because if you're suspicious i'll get fucking shot in the gut (laughs) so your actions have consequences bruce (laughs) you gotta figure that out I, I love too in the mystery solving everyone jumps the gun and assumes the foundling is gonna try and kill the french prime minister
1: yeah just just it's like yeah it's usually what happens isn't it
0: yeah exactly you know if you if you want to leave your mark as a serial killer you gotta go all
1: in <laughs> yeah you gotta kill some big world leader
0: gotta kill a big world leader is how it's done uh, they, they do a good job showing the foundling as like this proto super villain because he has like these scalpels <laughs> that he uh affixes to his fingers
1: yeah that really made me think of like scarecrow
0: yeah a little scarecrow it made me think of like you know one-off villains they had on like the hannibal show
1: yeah or, or maybe like someone like Zaz.
0: yes very much so like- i i have a name i have a gimmick i don't have a costume yet
1: yeah and it would be funny if this is what like kind of kind of begins to like inform the villains of gotham
0: mm, yeah yeah yeah. because yeah. you know it, it only starts in europe first
1: yeah yeah they, they like see this sort of stuff and be like hmm maybe i need a costume
0: yeah maybe i need a name and a gimmick to hold the city yeah, hostage yeah
1: that'll get that'll I... get batman's uh attention attention
0: because that's what i really want more than anything is
1: attention yeah
0: also too, you know despite how far bruce has come as an infiltrator and as a detective he's still very violent and very angry Mm -hmm. and they bring that back when he almost kills this foundling guy
1: yeah again it's kind of kind of interesting you've got like you got this you got the batman all doing Mm -hmm. kind of like the same sort of thing with the whole how he's like very violent
0: yeah i haven't learned to be selfless yet i haven't learned to be a hero i'm still learning to just be the knight yep And uh, his, his trainer there, Lucy, even tells him that. It's like, oh, I hope you find what you are looking for, my little knight. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's cute. She's the one that uh, coins that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like that one a lot. Yeah, there's just not a lot to say about it. It's just it's really good, Batman the Knight. It's it, an origin story so good it makes me actually give a shit. It has
1: me really excited for Zdarsky's um, run on the book. I'd love if he came into this, into his uh ongoing, and be like, yeah, so that knight series is like canon. <laughs>
0: that's totally canon to my run that's the new origin now
1: yeah that'd be so good
0: it, it, it could fit in right fine because it doesn't contradict anything else so far
1: and i mean we're going uh we're coming into that run like during like a crisis event you yeah. could just be like yeah it, it, it's canon now
0: this is the new batman year one now yep yeah because yeah like it even predates year one it's like mm-hmm. yeah this is his training this is everything he did between the margins of even the bigger training stuff than you know about
1: yeah you can have this and year one still be all canon together
0: yeah you absolutely could like again he doesn't put on a costume this whole thing he's just bruce wayne yeah but yeah uh, i'm all about it i really like uh batman the night it's an early contender for i think one of my favorite books of the year
1: it's so good yeah
0: it's so damn good uh, I had one more new book, Matt. What about you? Uh, yeah, I had two. Okay, I i had Detective Comics because I know that's the yes. one you and I probably both read. Yep. We're continuing the Arkham Tower storyline. Batman is here, and while I'm still enjoying it, I cannot help but feel that Batman's appearance and getting involved kind of made this story jump the shark a little bit.
1: It did. Yeah, he's here. He's here to solve all the problems
0: Basically. and everything.
1: I did like that they kind of, that uh, Mariko did just continue to focus on the 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 bat family but again like yeah batman's there he's facing the real villain he's you know taken over basically
0: all the focus is what it is
1: hopefully that's something that comes out in the last issue with like it's like you didn't need to come here batman we had it under control control yeah
0: well i I truly think huntress is going to be the one to save the day because huntress is the one that tamaki really took an interest in she's the one who willingly locked herself up in arkham tower she's dealing with this whole future site thing i think she's going to be the one to calm down uh, nakano's wife and like actually end up saving the day
1: yeah yeah she she actually she's one of the few people who actually got uh help in the tower yeah. basically yeah
0: and she's you know paying that forward basically and trying to help other people
1: yeah we we had um a psycho pirate also turned coat and kind of become a little bit of a hero yeah yeah he had a face turn yeah yeah literally. <laughs>
0: yeah exactly it was all about his face can we talk about that for a second so scarecrow after throwing nightwing out the window it's like ah that's a stupid idea maybe i should steal psycho pirate's mask and use it to make the city feel fear ah yes i'm going to put this mask on top top of of my other mask on top of
1: my big gas mask yeah
0: that's the dumbest shit ever i'm gonna put a mask on top of my other mask i I called
1: that out in my review in my video of it i'm like you just put it on over his. that's not gonna be comfortable
0: (laughs) no it's a, and you know what? to the credit of the writer and artist i'm sure tamaki and the artist went back and forth on that it's like well are you really gonna waste a whole page or a whole panel for him to unmask only to remask in the next page it's gonna totally kill the flow <laughs> and as a uh, writer i'd be like all right fine
1: yeah and uh what happens is what we said was going to happen and that is yep. uh Koyuko, koyuki netekano ends up with the psycho pirate mask
0: Yep, and we don't know if she's friend or foe who she's going to take her rage out on.
1: Yeah. Can I say that
0: I was actually way more invested in the Penguin story this issue? Where it's like, yeah, is he going to get the drugs and, you know, settle his street debt?
1: Yeah, I'm glad he he came back into the story.
0: Yeah, with Avengers, I'm like, oh, yeah, you were here when the series was going in interesting directions.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then just kind of left out when once the shit hit the fan, and now you're coming back to kind of, like, mop up everything. Yeah.
0: His plan makes sense. It's like, yeah, everyone is so distracted with the inmates taking over Arkham Tower. I'm going to break in and steal all the drugs to cover my losses from that deal Mm. with Ware.
1: Yeah, and I'd love for him to succeed. Everyone's too focused on, like, uh, Scarecrow getting another fear state going where, like, Penguin can just swoop in and take all these drugs and make a shitload of money in the process.
0: Yeah, no one's paying attention to me. Also, Lady Clayface came back to help Harley, and I'm like, oh, yeah, Lady Clayface, who was also, like, a deal in this comic when it started and then dropped off.
1: Her her inclusion was so weird because she just, like, appeared out of nowhere and then just left in the same page. Yeah. Again, I, I can... was fully expecting her to be like, "Oh, it's going to be revealed that she was like this nurse this whole time, or, or like something, yeah, some someone, yeah." But yeah, she, where the hell did she even come from?
0: <laughs> I don't. That annoys me too because it's like, so you mean to tell me that Scarecrow and Lady Clayface have just been in here in secret this whole time? Mm-hmm. Like, I know Ware wasn't running a tight ship or anything, but still, yeah. At least with Scarecrow, it makes sense because at the end of the Tine and Batman book, he brought uh what is it scarecrow to dr meridian and says hey maybe you can handle it yeah yeah at least but then that didn't go anywhere yeah uh oh jason landro's helping us out here so any guess as to whom the third and fourth Superboy is circling superman statue for the dark christ image oh i didn't see that actually that's a thing yeah it's
1: like a the, the they've got like the statues of the trinity right and um there's like a they're like putting the statues up and there's like a bunch of supermen doing it and there's like an extra one so could, but again it could also just be like an art problem just because people have noticed as well in i think it was the young justice tie-in but there's like a character there who's colored like um uh batwoman but it's very clearly batgirl barbara right. gordon is very clear and it, it looks like it's just been like a hastily recolored character mm. so it could just be something like that
0: right here i'm trying to find the actual picture so i can weigh in on it because yeah you're right i mean john connor those are the ones
1: yeah i uh, maybe match
0: no yeah maybe match maybe yeah because match is a good guy now basically
1: uh it could also be uh maybe not like a superboy maybe it could be president superman
0: oh yeah calvin okay you know what, matt i think you nailed it because obviously he was a big deal in justice league incarnate and josh williamson was writing him so it only makes sense that he would be there too
1: he could yeah he could possibly be there yeah
0: i think uh, i think you got it matt i think you nailed it in (laughs) one could be
1: that could be an art mistake well i guess we'll find out very soon
0: i guess we will yeah yeah i think you're absolutely right i think those are those are the four you got it. yeah So there, someone saying New 52 Superboy, yes, yes, they dug up his corpse, the weird clone one.
1: Remember him, yeah, that no one liked?
0: Vaguely, I vaguely remember him. (laughs) But yeah, so that was Detective Comics, it was fine, but I cannot help but feel that it would be so much better without Batman. Yeah,
1: yeah, he's just ruining it all
0: one of the only times where i'm like you know what this batman story is really harmed by the presence of batman
1: yeah yeah well the story is called shadow of the bat
0: (laughs) shadows of the bat yeah yeah now that he's here you can't cast a shadow no more no no you're you're just in the room you've ruined the shadow (laughs) i i would really like to know you know if i ever get to talk to mariko tamaki was the plan always to have batman show up or was that an editorial note
1: It it kind of feels like an editor. We know Batman did come back in at the end of that Williamson thing, but yes, but still, you could have had it like him come back the day after Arkham Tower, or like even come back and be like, "No, I don't need to help out here. My team's got it."
0: it also again it could have been anyone else like hell yeah uh if, if it was jace fox
1: batman that yeah. would actually have been fun and interesting that would have been cool wait well, i mean it could have been him but i mean he's in new york at the moment yeah so it, but it could, yeah it could have been anyone jason could have been it, tim it could have
0: been yeah it could have been Batwing. it could have yeah. been red hood for christ's sake it yeah. could have been any other bat family affiliate who have seen
1: duke i'd love it if duke showed yeah. up fucking Ghostmaker
0: yeah anyone but batman yeah because like is not the whole point of this story supposed to be that the bat family can work just fine without batman exactly by having him show up it kind of undercuts the message of this story it undercuts
1: it? the message he learned in williamson's uh, story which is like trust the team absolutely and and like let them do their jobs
0: Like, hell, even Scarecrow revealing himself, being like, I'm the true villain behind this. What's your plan? The same plan I always have. (laughs) The one that just fails. Like, hell, at least with Ware. Remember how much in love we were with Ware? It's like, oh, yeah, he's just a shitty con man who wants money and doesn't care who he hurts. It was great. That was beautiful. That was amazing.
1: Yeah, and then, yeah, then they did. They had to do the big villain. They had to do him
0: they had to get a big ba- again if it was anyone else like shit what if mr freeze took over it's like actually i'm running this now
1: that'd be interesting you haven't done anything for a while yeah where's like your you wife
0: him, <laughs> yeah you'd give him credit for where it's like yeah that should be Yeah, i'm
1: mad because my wife is dead yeah
0: i'm mad because my wife is dead i'm gonna take it out on the city In fact, i'm gonna take it out on your wife mayor nakano actually
1: yeah e- even if it was even if it just continued to be like those um those, like, no-name villains like uh, Volson yeah. and, and Siphon. Like, Siphon died off page, apparently. Yes,
0: he did. Yeah, I know. That blew my mind. Oh, we actually got Volson's origin in this. And I'm like, oh, so she really is just female Mr. Zazz.
1: Yeah, just like, just a shitty serial killer.
0: Like, like, I joked before where it's like, oh, you know, she's a killer who cuts people and herself. I'm like, oh, that's a little like Zaz. Her her, na- her name is even her supervillain name. And then we get it. I'm like, oh, she really is just Zaz, huh? Oh.
2: <laughs>
0: like, I wasn't expecting anything huge with that. That's fine. There's got to be just regular serial killers in Gotham. She just has a scissor thing. Yeah. But, you know, it is what it is. I think uh, the next issue is the penultimate issue. And then we got one more
1: yeah yeah this week's issue is the the final issue of shadows of the bat yeah
0: right right which you know was a fun ride i'll be interested to see what tamaki does after this
1: yeah we don't know what's happening after this do we
0: no i guess we don't yeah i can't remember anything for solicitations
1: no i don't think i think it just goes back to like normal whatever detective comics was before it yeah just means this... batman <laughs>
0: yeah which you know this feels like it's like gonna be a hard thing to top even if i felt like it kind of lost steam at the end because it's like this this kind of felt like tamaki's like big what like her big masterpiece almost
1: yeah well again as like what we said like it felt like if she's finally been able to do a story that's like all hers not subservient to like it doesn't have to be a tie-in to like fear state or anything like that is they're all our own story
0: and then by the end it was subservient <laughs> to the main batman book and to fear state fuck
1: <laughs>
0: god damn uh all right what was your last book map
1: uh my last book was eternals issue 10
0: oh yes the, is this the heretic or is this uh just issue 10
1: uh this is just issue 10 the heretic is like a special
0: right okay yeah they're they're showing a lot of love for the eternals right now ain't yeah. they
1: well judgment day is coming
0: yes judgment day i mean judgment day is always coming i felt for the last two years oh you mean the comic event judgment day is coming okay see i thought you were talking about something completely different but please go on
1: um yeah so the the um uh it's uh the eternals infiltrating avengers tower
2: mm.
1: uh they do it a couple of different ways they send cersei in as just like a um a friend basically she she gets and she has uh immediate sexual tension with namor um, <laughs> i mean
0: who doesn't have immediate yeah. sexual
2: tension with yeah.
1: namor and while she's like wooing them over there the uh the other eternals Ajax, makari kingo and sprite all sneak into the avengers man into the avengers tower to look for the uh the ritual site that they need to access to gain the knowledge that the dead celestial had about these mm. uh the deviants and like their secrets and um they they... they
0: might be mutants
1: (laughs) maybe how they might might be mutants might not be mutants never know don't know yet judgment day is coming
0: (laughs) judgment
1: day is coming uh while they're all doing that uh thanos has is still trying to become one with the machine so he can be reborn without the uh fail safes that fastos put into him when he reborn Mm. when he was rebirth which means he can be killed Uh, and not come back so he's trying to figure out how to be become one with the machine and that requires him to uh talk with his parents who as we know thanks to some of the tie-ins they are actually in the uh strange eldritch abomination cells that the eternals put people in uh when they've done great wrong to the eternals uh he ends up freeing them and he He immediately kills them uh, out of, like, anger, but they'll be reborn because they're Eternals. Um, So he does this a bunch of times, and Droog's with him, and Drew says he's done it, like, six or seven times, where he's just, like, rebirthed them and just, like, killed them immediately because of everything they've been doing. And Drew thinks that maybe they need a little bit of leverage. And so uh, Thanos decides to show them a little town called Little Hollow, and with the press of a button, he'll uh, make uh, the Earth conjure up like a a plasma vent or something under the town and kill thousands of people Mm, and and he's gonna do it unless they tell him how to become one with the machine and how to uh integrate into the machine but his parents just don't give a fuck and they're like our hatred for you outweighs all of these people. We don't give a fuck about them. We fucking hate you.
0: <laughs> I do love that that is still canon, just the hatred yeah. that his yeah. parents have for him.
1: Yeah, so he ends up blowing up the city, and because of it, Icarus and thena who are on like uh, Avengers Mountain watch for in case anything goes wrong with the teams inside, they have to leave to go and save the people. Because um, obviously they know that people now, if an Eternal dies, uh people uh, like a person on earth will die and this energy becomes the energy that resurrects the oh, eternals
0: that's, that's an interesting wrinkle and in things yeah
1: icarus has had a, like a really interesting character arc of the last couple of issues because he doesn't want to be reborn because of the the cost now right, um, right so he so he's had to relearn how to fight with care Oh. because he's never never had to uh learn how to dodge or like defend himself <laughs> because he's he's an eternal but now that he knows that secret he wants to learn how to like uh, dodge and take care of himself in battle mm. and um yeah the issue end, ends up with the with the avengers being alerted to what's going on in uh the uh the mountain and Thanos um kind of beginning to learn what he what he needs to become a a proper eternal
0: right right
1: huh yeah
0: sounds like i should catch up on this series before judgment day it sounds it's like there's a lot good. going on
1: it's pretty good it's pretty good
0: i mean it is gillen and gillen's gonna be writing the main event which sounds like yeah you should definitely
1: read it yeah it, it's it's a load of fun it's 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 really um uh interesting what they're doing with the eternals with this whole they know the truth about it's kind of interesting to see this compared to with like the mutants with mm. their resurrection protocols and how they don't want anyone oh, to know, and yeah. the Eternals don't want anyone to know about their resurrection protocols as well. Yeah,
0: they're, they're horning in on our immortality racket. Can't have that. Yeah, yeah. Stop horning in on our racket. One yeah. racket per super group.
1: I'm wondering if that's actually going to like uh be part of it. This oh, whole like judgment day, this whole because resur- they both resurrect each other, except one 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 side of the resurrection is like killing people. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe the resurrection is like, oh we'll change the resurrection so it only kills mutants. that mm, That'd be a be hell kind of a thing. Yeah, that'd be pretty interesting.
0: That would be a hell of a thing I'm all about. And the Avengers are like, please don't <laughs>
1: can't we all just? Well, the avengers are already kind of suspicious because they uh the machine which is the earth has been having problems and like with the climate and everything and and the uh, like Tony's voicing is 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 like yeah the eternals are our friends but they're not telling us everything they know about the this machine and they're saying (laughs) it was just just a glitch in the system but it's definitely more than that so we need to know more than this and yeah
0: yeah, it's, it's kind of a dick move it's like we live here guys we live on this planet yeah yeah you're, you're you know,
1: technically killing us when you reborn
0: yeah when you respawn
1: yeah
0: hacks we call hacks <laughs> Please nerf Eternals in the next update, <laughs> and that's what Judgment Day is about. Judging, yeah, the, yeah, it's, the patch, the big, yeah it's the patch, the
1: big, the big 1.0 patch. It's
0: like when they blow up Fortnite every chapter.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a new map,
0: new map coming in. <laughs> uh, I guess with that, we can talk about uh, what's coming out this week or today, as people listen to this. If you're listening yeah. to it on Wednesday when it drops, yeah uh we got the finale of detective comics we got action comics uh
1: 1041
0: Ooh, lovely you and i both really enjoying that story yeah uh we got robin number 12 this is not the start of uh shadow war but we're getting there
1: i, I i've gotta i'm i'm waiting to see when shadow war begins because it begins with that alpha issue yes um but i'm gonna catch up on the six or so issues of death Street beforehand as, as well as because death Street apparently is something big to do in dead dark crisis apparently i know
0: right yeah we gotta freaking get into that now thanks (laughs) williamson uh you got star wars darth vader crimson rain nice uh we got the finale x deaths of wolverine
1: oh yay uh
0: human target is the sixth issue the last issue or is this a 12 issue -er? i have no idea i know i'm not reading human target that being said people who are reading human target are really enjoying it yeah uh you got iron man 18 nice uh you got titans academy 13 which is the tie-in to uh <laughs> what is it war for world three yep you're hoping it's better than the one you just read yeah uh what else we got going on uh venom lethal protector number one. Oh yeah i guess we're getting a new venom book aren't oh, we
1: really how many of them are we gonna have jesus i
0: know which this lethal protector book seems to be more of a throwback like what they're doing with you know uh ben riley spider-man and everything
1: oh so like set. is it written by peter david as well
0: uh no it's written by uh david micheline but again basically same deal hey we got one of the old writers back
1: yeah i wonder if they'll the- tie them together that'd be kind of cool they have like a, like an event set in the past between ben riley and spider and venom that'd be pretty I cool like
0: that yeah we, we got the fucking co-creator back guys <laughs> ain't that special uh yeah just a lot of a lot of venom stuff going on we got deathstroke inc number seven avengers forever number four shang chi 10 uh oh wolverine patch we're getting a whole patch book <laughs> oh really yeah there's a whole little patch miniseries. jesus uh captain america iron man 5
1: nice that's got to be coming to an end soon i've got like a big video doing the united captain america the united states one and this this time just because that new captain america book starts very soon
0: yeah yeah miss marvel beyond number four which i have not actually read yet but i should probably start now what with the tv show and everything is that
1: a digital only
0: i it might be actually
1: yeah because i i it's not one of those infinity books i know that
0: no 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 yeah uh aquaman green arrow deep target number six so that's coming to an end which means i guess i can finally start nice. it
1: nice yeah
0: uh icon and rocket season one six so that's coming to an end now a lot of these uh milestone books are actually reaching their conclusion
1: yeah and don't, don't they have like a uh like a big milestone book coming out
0: uh i think they talked about launching blood syndicate
1: yeah, no, there was, like, another one, kind of, like, I, I only briefly, like, saw a picture of it, but it, it reminded me of, like, the other history of the DC universe. Oh, yeah, 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 I think that... It was some, yeah. mi- some big milestone, it might have been just a collection i think it was a collection yeah yeah
0: yeah i know the one you mean uh idw is giving us godzilla versus the mighty morphin power rangers number one this week Uh, i might have to pick that up i know right that's like i don't have room for it but also yeah all right (laughs) put it put it on my pile i'll just look (laughs) at it it just just looks really good (laughs) and uh yeah it's basically all the big books that come out that week oh nice so yeah not not a huge week but you know a balanced week by the looks of it pretty decent yeah man maybe i can actually catch up on some shit this week finally yeah wouldn't wouldn't that be nice again i'd love to go back and read those new milestone books and make big videos on them now that they're all done and now that i can read the whole thing
1: i'm yeah well now that icon and rocket are finishing up maybe i'll do that i'll do a static one and what was it there was a static there was hardware 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 and um uh, Icon on rocket was there any three of them.
0: Yeah, there was only three. Okay Which that's good. Yeah I think they're talking about coming back for second seasons of those and that they want to launch blood syndicate in fact I'm pretty sure that's how the static book ends with them setting up blood syndicate nice Which hey speaking of static everyone? Uh, god damn. I never get segues this good. Uh <laughs> Because it's the end of the month next week when we come back and do the show again, we will be doing another episode of Retro Hero Video, which is our animated superhero book club, basically, where we look at a classic episode of, uh, you know, one of those great DCAU shows or Marvel shows or what have you. And we're completing our arc on very special episodes by looking at the Static Shock episode, Jimmy, which is, of course, the school shooting episode. Yes. Yes, they did a goddamn school
2: shooting episode. (laughs)
0: which man when we start talking about that i'm gonna have to call it a shmuel mooting you know at the beginning because if i say it too early on in the youtube video they might demonetize us <laughs> you know one of them good old mule mutings
1: just, just say it. you can you can say it but then add it at the end in minecraft
0: in minecraft in my that's what you got to, in <laughs> minecraft <laughs> but yes that'll be well to say it's a lot of fun feels wrong <laughs> it will be very interesting i am sure i'm sure it
1: will be yes
0: man joel was so happy to talk about school shootings he was just so fucking hyped for it (laughs) did you see that big christmas morning smile on his face (laughs) walking around with a song in his heart because he gets to talk about it (laughs) but no it'll be very good get ready for that that's always fun i love doing that show because it's fairly easy to edit and then i can get it up for patrons right away yeah yeah And speaking of which, if you're a patron, you'll, of course, get to listen to this episode first before anyone else in audio and video form. Matt and I try and get that one to you right quick. Everyone else, you'll get it uh, Wednesday morning at 8. And for the audio fans, I try and drop it around Saturday sometime if you want to take the show on the go
1: with you. Cool.
0: So thank you so much, everyone, for watching and listening. It's always very appreciated. We know you have a lot of options on how to spend your Sunday night. You know, we're glad you spent it with us.
1: Yeah, thanks, everyone. (laughs)
0: fresh news says just call it another tuesday in america (laughs) oh yeah shit yeah that'll get around it just fine. (laughs) like i said it'll be one of our more serious episodes because it is interesting to be like this is what they thought culturally about school shootings back in the early 2000s and this is what we know now when they are sadly way more common yeah yeah But yeah, so thank you everyone for coming out and hanging out. And we'll be back again next week. Same time, same place for more comic multiverse action. Bye-bye.
1: See ya.